0: hello and welcome back to imagine two people we are your hosts josh and anna anna how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great how are you
0: good it's the week after christmas and i'm just gearing up for this new year's Mm -hmm. we had the omicron come in and kind of ruin all our plans (laughs)
1: like literally all of them
0: there was this uh 20s party that we were going to go to with some friends and we were just uh it just got canceled well i suppose postponed they're just going to postpone it and And we
1: had dinner yesterday got canceled yeah
0: our dinner got canceled
1: tomorrow like half the family is not gonna make it too.
0: yeah half the family (laughs) is is mildly sick probably with the omicron yeah we had a great christmas we had a great christmas
1: it was great food it was great company it was a bunch of great gifts i watched die hard for the first time in my life i still couldn't believe that was your first (laughs) time
0: it's the greatest christmas movie
1: (laughs) all right what do we have today
0: oh man i was gonna talk about like student loans and stuff because that's like a huge problem But can yeah. we talk about omicron for a second okay first of all i went to cdc's website because that's where you go to get all the greatest and newest information
1: yeah <laughs> it that changes like, every day you have to keep up
0: it seems like you know like whatever whatever the general news kind of figures out about omicron mm-hmm. like a few weeks later you'll see it on cdc so <laughs> you know so they're, they're they're a lagging indicator but um For many people, they're the gold standard. Right. If they haven't completely lost the public trust, I don't even.
1: I don't even have a problem with them. Like you know, taking longer to put things up because you want to check if those. things you are You want to make
0: sure. But
1: their problem is before they even put those things up on their websites, they go saying whatever. Sure, it's and they more opinion. All the time. And exactly. it has
0: it has changed. Their guidance has changed, but again, that's with new information. and What things based like that. on
1: nothing? Like their guidance has changed just because they wanted to change. They never explain why. They say like you're gonna die this winter, which they literally did. Not the city see the white house but then you know for another week they just put like the time that you isolate yourself from two weeks to one week And I was like five days.
0: Fauci recently came out and said the reason he reduced the guidance was to get people back to work.
1: Exactly. But that's not based on the disease. No,
0: It's just
1: based on absolutely nothing. Just like, yeah, just you can go back. We
0: want people back to work. We've been
1: (laughs) telling you that it's super dangerous that you breathe other people's air, but you can go back, (laughs) you know?
0: It's tough because you don't know what agenda or angle they're coming from. Do you figure it out later or you don't figure it out at all? Like his initial guidance, Fauci is saying, you Mm. know, masks aren't necessary and Mm -hmm. they're not helping anything. And everyone knows the soundbite where he's like, it's not really going to catch anything other than big globules of of saliva and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and then later on he said, well, I said that because there was a shortage of masks. Yeah,
1: meaning I lied to you all because yeah, I couldn't Yeah, for trust your you.
0: safety, I lied to you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man, like the highest paid federal official. Obviously, I'm not right. too shocked about that, mm-hmm. but.
1: Yeah, he, he phrased it like it makes him look good. But the thing is, you say we never know what their intentions are, but we should know because they have a clear job. You can save all the lives, by making people not do anything in their lives ever and then nobody's ever gonna die you know
0: sure like never eat fast food you know never go in a car
1: exactly you don't you don't go on an airplane you don't go in a car never you don't leave eat your house processed foods like you just ban everything and that people will live longer maybe yeah maybe not
0: it, it was a generally understood thing back at, before covid it was understood that life is full of risks mm-hmm. and you take the risk or you don't
1: almost all of these measures in my mind, shouldn't be able to happen. Like you shouldn't be able to lose your job because you're not, you know, triple vaccinated because they changed the definition of what vaccinated is. So even if you have the two shots now, if you don't have the booster in some places of this country, then you're on risk of not keeping your job or not being able to do the things that you were supposed to be doing. Like you can't frequent places that you want to go to. And if they keep changing definitions and if they keep controlling your life like this that's that's something that shouldn't be able to happen you know
0: yeah it's, it's sad because i i guess originally you have the constitution giving you an inalienable rights mm-hmm. of freedom of speech freedom of free press freedom of various things and then you're saying well given a certain situation of risky behavior like a, we're pa- taking we're away. taking all those things <laughs> away it's like hold up a second that's the whole point is that regardless of what happens you have these rights that can't be removed from you.
1: Right, and and the Constitution doesn't even give us that those rights. The Constitution states them. And the older you get, the more you have time to realize that you never agreed to anything. Like, we live in a society, and you agree on certain things by living in a society like you agreed on not killing anybody because then you know somebody can come and kill you John Locke and and um, Thomas Hobbes talked about that like there's certain things that we agree upon as, as a society like you don't do certain things because other people can do it to you. you read the way that you know you should live your life because of your your own consciousness will fight you if you behave like in a wild savage way like you can't just behave like an animal because you're not one. You're human and you behave like a human, but there's certain things that you never agreed upon. You never agreed upon giving a third of your paycheck to the government, for so they can decide what's best for society. Like that's that's not something that have you ever said. Like I want to participate in this. You've never said that. I but think you most do.
0: people would would uh, opt out if they could. <laughs> and but then there's that's funding public services and and things like so those gets complicated. Right. You know. Right. So I think. I think there's room for nuance. I,
1: I know, but I'm not. I'm not even fighting this. What I'm saying is, there are things that happen that we just accept. That we we just accept as they happen, but it's it's not something that we agreed upon. Like you have the right to live your life just because you're the same as the person who is in power. They're a human as you. They were born the same way as you. They have the same mind as you. Like we're all the same species. Why should they be able to tell you how to live your life? How to raise your children? How to eat? How to... Why? Based on what? Because they know some things better than you do? Make them tell you. And then you make that decision. But if they hold knowledge... And if they control knowledge to make decisions because they're moving parts of society, like they own society, that is wrong.
0: So Fauci basically holding back that information and saying, mass... Fauci
1: doing anything. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, yeah. I, I don't I No, mean... I
0: understand your point. The theory is, you know, at that point when you're withholding things and you're making these backhanded little decisions because you feel like you know better than society, that's just corruption. That's right. essentially just corruption.
1: And and you know you you're saying it you're doing those things because you're doing it for a greater good and every single terrible thing that ever has ever happened in mankind was done to every a dictator,
0: good. basically every Marvel and DC supervillain, it's mm-hmm. like you guys don't understand this is for the greater good. I don't <laughs> it, know why he sounds like he's from the 20s. That's for the greater good, guys. <laughs> it's because
1: if you believe that what you're fighting for it's something like it's an utopia, then it doesn't matter what you're gonna lose along the way because what you're fighting for is so much bigger and better. Oh, yeah,
0: I mean, anything for utopia, right? <laughs> I mean, like,
1: right. And by the way, I know I sound very dramatic talking about any of this, it's just because the logic behind these actions are. Are the same even though they oh you just wear a mask you just do this you just get vaccinated you just you know now they started the masks in our county again and just learned it today that you need to wear a mask everywhere even though they have been saying that masks don't stop omicron the people that you know you know that lady from that she's always on cnn the lady that was the director of planned parenthood
0: Okay. That yeah, Asian lady,
1: she's there all the time talking about, you know, the news and COVID and, and telling people what to do. And, and she just came out and said that the masks won't help because Omicron is different. Hmm. But they also started saying that Omicron is not that bad. It's not that bad. People have like mild symptoms. People are not dying from it. But they're still having all the control that they had before and putting it more. So you do have to wear a mask. People are closing their places. They're staying home. You can't see anybody, even though they're admitting that those things don't work. The lockdowns didn't work. The passports didn't work. The masks didn't work. I'm still doing everything.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I guess laws are slow to adjust, right? So you've got like this existing legislation, which is already very sketchy constitutionally. And it's the, the situation changes. It's going to be a long time, if ever, for it to change and mm-hmm. catch up to it. Yeah, you because know, you could say, well, you know, the Delta variant is still technically around, even mm-hmm. though 70% of new cases are Omicron. Mm-hmm. It, you could still have the Delta, which is a little more deadly, but who knows? You know, mm-hmm. the CDC here says according to them that it spreads more easily than the original SARS CoV 2, but they don't know whether or not it's more transmission transmissible compared to the Delta. Mm. It's like five hundred thousand new cases a yeah. day. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Like look at this look at this chart here. It's so high of a spike. It's like a vertical direction. Right. I've never seen a chart where it's just like <laughs> Other than like the volatility of cryptocurrencies, yeah. I haven't seen something so volatile. It's like, okay, we got a big blip here for Delta, you know, a little blip here, then boom, yeah. into the sky, 500,000 case. That's a lot of pets, half a million people a day. I think the first Omicron case was in South Africa. Yeah. And that was back in November. Um, mm-hmm. I saw this uh, article by Al Jazeera talking about how the WHO, the World Health Organization, said the Omicron was in 38 countries by December 4th. Mm-hmm. WebMD, first Omicron death in the U.S., was a reinfection. it was a mm-hmm. dude in his 50s. You know, he had pre-existing conditions. He, mm-hmm. he I think, was unvaccinated, but he already had COVID once right. and recovered. And then he got reinfected. Right. Um, and he died. Uh, died yeah it was the first death oh wow and the only death that i was able to find like mm-hmm. i really looked it turns out this guy is the only confirmed case so far in about two months yeah from omicron that has died i don't know about internationally but that's true for the u.s so right. one guy died so far and as, as horrible as that is comparatively to delta and the sars cov 2 yeah. it's very low
1: yeah i mean if you the the good thing about small numbers is that they stand out. So if you heard about one guy that's actually good news because you have like half a uh, a million people infected. Is it 500,000? A day, 560,000 a day. Half a million people a day and you know like one person and they can report one person. So that's a very, very good average. I mean, you know, for that person's family, it sucks. Right. But for a, a thing that has been keeping us inside for two years this is actually good news
0: well i think it's also good from the sense that this is giving people immunity so if it's a mild hopefully very mild strain that's giving people natural immunity whether you're vaccinated or not what i think should happen is there should be some type of breaking away and that Mm. the state should basically say you got to leave this up to us you know it's got to be state to state thing
1: yeah, like like what the federation is about. This right. is literally what the federation is about. So dude. I don't
0: like these federal mandates. Yeah, you know I think that it should be left up to the states because there's different situations, different population densities, and things like that. By
1: the way, to make it very clear, like we're we're not speaking against one particular mandate. We're speaking against all federal mandates. Like the 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 pre- one person in one tiny spot. Cannot possibly know in any side of the world, you know, at any point of history, what's best for the entire 300, 000, uh, um,
0: 300 million people. Three hundred million. And, and there's people. no room for nuance. There's no uh, recognition no. of people who no. have natural immunity. Or... That is
1: just not a good system for for anybody. You know, you can't you can't really if you're a parent of more than one kid, you can't apply the same things for all your kids because it's not going to work the same
0: yeah one size fits all it's going to leave people out and i think that's i think that's being recognized and, and hopefully yeah. that's uh going to be remedied but as yeah. of right now, it's just a, like this one-size-fits-all kind of being a bad fit right now. Yes. There's a difference between being anti-vax and being anti-vaccine
1: mandates. No, according to that guy from Australia, the, the oh, health minister guy who said that if you speak against the mandate... Even speak? I watched that whole interview and it just... <laughs> that it, guy is such a, a sociopath. Like,
0: His eyes are like so wide. Was and... so
1: excited about being in power. So like, how are people watching this and not being really concerned?
0: I think if you agree, it's more like... Like, oh, he's on my side and he's just passionate, mm-hmm. you know. You
1: know what's funny? I We talk, you know, we watch a lot of, um, um how do you say, superhero movies? Like last sure. week we went to watch the Spider-Man the movie. The new
0: Spider-Man movie.
1: All of these movies, their main thing is like a person who doesn't want power. Like they, it's too much responsibility for them. And it's like they suffer so much and they just want to be out of the spotlight. But that's what makes them great because they always act on an internal moral sense like I have to do this even though I don't want to and this these stories keep happening and being told like that because for a reason it's because we can we can engage with that like that's how life should be you should take on life not because you really want to because you want to feel pain but because you want to keep moving and you want to win and because you have to so you take on responsibility and you keep carrying it because you have to you do things that you don't want to but you have to but then I watch all these leaders and they have a little sparkle on their eye when they get the chance of being in power oh, they love
0: it and they're just you like, know they love
1: not it. that's not you know the spider-man that's not superman that's not sure. that superhero sure like. It's the
0: age-old saying like no one gives up power in dc you know they just keep getting more but it, it makes sense right like if you if you look at the average um uh i don't know like auto mechanic shop it's gonna be people that are more into cars mm-hmm. you know or like people that, that work at at, at um at a library, maybe they read more than mm-hmm. the average person, and mm-hmm. so these different types of occupations will gravi- attract attract people. a certain type of person, right? You know, and so like you, you look at a politician, it's probably someone who enjoyed making rules and like you know being a leader and mm-hmm. and and uh, having the spotlight on them, making speeches. You know, right. people who are better at that kind of thing I may mean, gravitate towards that. Maybe not right. even better, but just they enjoy that more, yeah, and they get pulled towards that. Yeah, people who are thinking like I belong in Washington D.C. You yes. know, it's a, a certain type of person will more likely become a president than another type of person. Exactly. Like exactly. F- most presidents have been firstborns mm-hmm. because they have a certain personality. Yes. You know, so not not a whole lot of third or fourth born. <laughs> like I'm fourth born, you know, like I'm not like I need to be president. <laughs> like I'm just like guys, come on, let's talk about this, let's work this out, but I yeah. don't have a desire to really lead a whole bunch of people. Right. You know, so it, it's almost like you would almost once people in DC, people making the rules mm. that are competent number one but number two they just might not even have wanted it in the first place that might be an ideal person mm. just someone who was like you know i, I didn't really choose this like what a john time? snow like I a john snow
1: it. i don't want it yeah like all the time that
0: queen <laughs> I, I don't know but i never wanted it you know john snow is ideal because he didn't want it mm-hmm. you know so he more stepped up to it mm-hmm. rather than like being like I'm, I'm gonna manifest this until it happens type yeah. of thing you know, I feel like we see that in so many shows. It's like, I mean,
1: but it should make you trust these people less. You know, I see so many people like a career
0: politician.
1: Yeah, like why are you trusting the people that enjoy that? Like they enjoy power, and your decisions to give them more of it. Like that's a terrible decision. It's
0: it's almost a bad system, but the, I don't. It's tough to find anything that you could potentially replace that with. You know, other than maybe like a lottery system where you have some people in a percentage. Oh, well,
1: p- you could vote against it.
0: Sure, you could vote some more democracy and like having like a refresh I mean of... the
1: the Trudeau guy, which is a sociopath, I don't understand why people like him but his eyes are crazy and they just re-elected him in, in, in Canada.
0: Sure, so that's democracy So So,
1: you know, you're watching this this guy who clearly enjoys the position that he has, you know, that's telling people that it's not the time to watch sunsets. And, you know, you think that's completely normal. Not more
0: sunsets. Like the caterpillars. <laughs> I could never imagine myself saying that to someone. I mean, but-
1: the day that I watched him talking about like the, the vaccines for kids and, you know, they were announcing that they were going to start vaccinating kids five years old and he was like, you know, I know that you guys are thrilled you're so anxious you're just looking forward to, so, to it so much and I'm like you shouldn't leave kids around this guy like ever. Just, just you look at him in the eye.
0: He's got nothing on Biden though. <laughs> Biden loves sniffing and smelling these and kids and he
1: sniffs on, on people. I like... see
0: the compilation videos. Like it's <laughs> like this. Why is this okay? I
1: can't finish the compilation videos. I start. You get halfway like, through and
0: you're like, this is kind of crazy. I can't. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Shifting gears a little bit. Mm. Shifting gears to something I saw that I thought was very interesting. Just 50 percent of the college class of 2020. Mm -hmm. had traditional full-time jobs six months after graduation Mm -hmm. half the people that graduated don't have jobs basically Mm -hmm. you know and so they've been tracking it for a while look at this been tracking it since 2014 here Mm -hmm. Um, and it looks like it was around 53% went up a little bit in 2015 down the highest was 2019 so you had 55.3% of college graduates in 2019 had full-time jobs six months after graduation Mm -hmm. look at this dramatic drop here Going into COVID, it went down basically five percent. Basically, the argument made in this article is that it's entirely COVID. it's thin. Yeah, everything is. Yeah, everything's COVID. People stopped hiring as much. Businesses yeah. were shutting down. Which is
1: actually, which actually makes sense.
0: Sure, sure. So that that's part of it. And then there's also the discussion around well, what, what were the types of majors? Because there's probably yes. different unemployment rates per yes. major. Yeah. You know, if you're going to be um i don't know going into finance you'll probably get more of a job prospect than going into underwater basket weaving or something something (laughs) i'm just making up a degree but Mm -hmm. you know and thinking about student loan at the same time look at this chart here historical average federal student loan debt from Mm -hmm. 2007 Mm -hmm. up until 2020. so just back in 2007 it was about eighteen thousand dollars so the average student coming out had eighteen thousand dollars of debt and now it's at $36,000, dollars wow. thirty six point six thousand. So the average payment, the average monthly payment for someone qu- coming out of college, $450 per month. Wow. So that's like a car payment, basically, a it really is. expensive car payment. That's it like is. half of a mortgage payment.
1: And we understand because neither of us have any school debt, but we both understand because of that, because we have a budget, how much um, of that um helps us like not having to pay for oh yeah loans. it's massive it is massive so we don't we don't like um look over this and it's oh it's nothing it's actually a lot at the same time that the employment rate went down the student load debt went up it sucks it almost, sucks for new people almost on the same the same all uh, these gen trend. zers you yeah. know these
0: Zoomers. Basically, they're 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 stuck in these social distancing situations. Yes. They got to wear masks everywhere. They're eating outside in the cold, spaced apart. They right. have a very low on a uh, low employment rate after low job prospects and right. a huge amount of debt. Right. You know, so if I were them, I'd be like, the system's broken. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, this is one of the things that we didn't really give a lot of attention when all these measures were put in place, and you know when all the COVID measures were put in place. I defended them because we didn't know anything about COVID. It was, you know, February, March, 2020. We didn't know if, like, you would breathe these things and fall, you know, and die. That That's what we thought no one would knew. happen. Nobody knew. So that's justifiable. But, like, a few months later, we kept defending them even though we watched and those measures were not working and people were suffering from other things that we didn't see coming, um, like People were losing their jobs and people were closing their businesses. And um, the suicide rate went up crazy. And, you know, the the level of abuse, the level of um, just kids in very, very bad situation and um, people that are in poverty that went deeper in poverty because of the COVID measures. It's not even because of COVID. It's because of the measures that we put in place. So how much harm is justifiable in the fight to save lives you know like quote unquote you're saving lives but you're ignoring all these other lives that are being um not saved at all and to
0: continue what we're doing now on the same track without without reverting back to where we were the the damage gets progressively worse
1: yeah so I, i i really really i feel really sympathetic for all these people that spend this amount of money you know even the ones that spend this amount of money on you know degrees that they shouldn't have because they're not worth the amount of money that they paid for but you know are now in this bad situation of not being able to get a job
0: i don't think that the government should be subsidizing degrees and be giving loans for any degree with no distinguishing characteristics that's a bad idea it should probably be up to just private banks to be like you know who are they going to loan money to so if you're going to go in and you want a finance degree i think a bank is more likely to say okay a guy with a finance job or accounting job he's more likely to Uh, make money and pay me back Mm -hmm. versus someone coming to me for a psych degree you know Mm -hmm. maybe not as likely to come and make money and pay me back unless they're Mm -hmm. getting their master's and they Mm -hmm. have certain tracks right you know so i think it should be up to the free market
1: yeah just because of the thing that we talked about the last podcast about prices uh, being a symptom like they tell you something they tell you if your degree is valuable or not for instance but if the banks have to give you a loan no matter what you will never know You'll like never you know. Go, you are an 18-year-old going to college. You don't know shit. Like you're going into something with a huge amount of debt on your uh, uh, head because nobody taught you better. And that's, you know, on parents to allow that to happen. It maybe not even allow, but, you know, kids will do what they want to do anyway. But you're going on a path that is going to be very, very hard to get out and be a successful person. You can do it if you're very good at it, depending on, like, how much – um, work you put into it but there are degrees that make you extremely hard for people to get jobs and we're not doing anything about it we think it's a good thing that the government is just paying for it because uh, uh, you know it's, it supposedly makes education more accessible for people that couldn't access it before but it takes the function of price you can't know if that's worth or worth going for or not because the prices of money is just the same they're right. not telling you anything so it's one of the things that when you're trying to help, but you ignore all the other variables and factors that you shouldn't ignore because they're very, very important.
0: Right. Right. Well said. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to the Imagine Two People podcast. Uh, we were able to get through, I guess, two stories, just Omicron and student loan and unemployment rates. Um, right. Right yeah i
1: mean that's enough just going into a year with those very depressing stories
0: it's so sad you know just all the all the crap that's happened from the covid pandemic mm-hmm. you know i was just looking earlier um at this tab here talking about how one third of small businesses are permanently gone. Yes. A third.
1: Remember when we looked for the ramen place that we went to, like on our engagement on our Our first engagement date. And it was closed. It's
0: gone forever.
1: And we're just like, are they it was like permanently closed. It was like, are they coming back one day? Like one tear coming down (laughs) my eyes. Like, are they coming back? That that place was fantastic, but it was tiny. Mm -hmm. Well, the best we can do is to take care of our own community. Like I think if we think about everything that is going on, we' feel very powerless like there's nothing that you can do but there is a lot that you can do by first of all seeing the people that you love you know it's living and surviving are not the same thing and just staying alone and surviving waiting for death to meet you it's just not a good way to live so make a list of what it's important and who is important and get together with those people and you know boost your not only immune system but your whole life by getting some love and affection in you and in others and also support the business businesses next to you they're still open you know and 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 the ones they're very firmly fighting all these mandates they're harming them better than saving anybody so just you know if you do the best that you can for your own world you're helping the whole world
0: well put well put (laughs) all right should we end there Mm mm-hmm Well, thank you guys for listening. You know what to do. This is Imagine Two People with Josh and Anna, and we will see you next week.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, guys. (laughs) Have a good one.
1: Bye.